Hey guys, welcome back to the uh, the podcast Beyond the Metcon. We got uh, Lambert here back in town. Hey, back from Miami. Yeah, yeah. I'm just they're partying with no masks on. Oh my on, god, huh? there was no partying. There was. <laughs> so we were up for. I was there for work, and coming towards the end of it was like, I think the start of some people's spring break. Uh, oh, I didn't even think about and that. I was like, I have got to get yeah. the hell out of. Isn't that Miami. weird? Because you're like, you normally when you're there, you're like, this is a normal thing, cool, whatever. Yep. People are here partying now. It's like, oh god, this is it's yeah. so extra. Yeah, and I was weird. just ready to get on the plane and yeah. get out of there. I but, can't imagine. But yeah, welcome back, guys. Sorry about the uh, the week break but it's all good we talked about doing a zoom but it's just not the same it's not no. it's not i gotta see your pretty face oh, up close oh yeah <laughs> just stupid but no uh just having the reactions from being able to see you in person so much better yep uh good feedback from uh, a lot of you guys about the podcast love hearing it it's so awesome i'm sure lambert does too yeah it's um, been great yeah it's cool to see that what we're doing isn't just like a waste of time you know what i mean like I, I enjoy talking i can talk to you guys at, at the gym all day but it's uh, fun to have these conversations. Uh, Talked to a few people, and uh, kind of the common theme we, we came across with, with some people was uh, the idea of being burned out, like getting burned out. Um, you've been working out for so long, it makes you, like, you get to a point where you just don't feel that uh, that excitement. That burn. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, I'm ready to go. And um, it happens to all of us, and that's a, a, an awesome conversation I wanted to have with you because – Yep. I mean, you've been like, we, we touched on a little bit in the first podcast. Um, you played football for years. You worked out basically professionally. Right. Um, and then I've just been working out for 10 years on my own or CrossFit for 10 years and then working out consistently for 12, 13 years, uh, which isn't very long considering I'm 34. Right. <laughs> but, uh, but, yeah. but no, that's, that's the kind of conversation I want to go with today. And, uh, I'm sure you've felt yeah. Burned out. And- yeah. I mean, I think it's, I think it's certainly for coaches at the gym and then people who go to the gym regularly, you can, you can honestly see burnout on people's faces All and body language. And, um, so it's, it's definitely, a, I think, a, a hot topic across the community. Um, not just at you, but in all of all gyms across America or I guess the world. Hey, um, but, yeah. but, but yeah, for, for me, I've gone through a number of waves of burnout. I'm going through a little bit of a one right now, believe mm-hmm. it or not, which I think is great. I think it's, <laughs> you know, in full transparency for our people to know that yeah. there's it's it's a very real thing and, yeah. and I think there's different ways to manage it. Yeah, and uh I'm currently like I'd say probably like a month ago, I was going through the same every day I'd go in and work out and be like, Why am I doing this? What what the hell's the point? Why am I working out? Like this sucks. Like like my I'm getting older. I have, you know, everybody has like their aches and pains. Uh, like my elbows hurt most days because of years of drumming going into this. But yeah, it's it's good transparency to let other people know that that's a normal feeling. Because you always see everybody's online stuff to where they're like, uh, you go in every day and don't be, you know, and it's like, get 110%. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> such a good movie. <laughs> get 110%. But no, uh, but yeah, it's, it's, it's hard to keep pushing yourself every day forever right it um, is it is and and it's not you know we could sit here and be like just remember where you're going yeah, remember the yeah your goal and i just don't think that would be no that wouldn't be truthful and not not fair to not Anyone. fair to say to everybody no and then that's then we can touch on that that's always the kind of conversation that people go to that i've seen it's like don't you're not going to work out for so and so you're going for yourself and remember why you're there and it's like well okay 
that can only go so far. Right. Like you can only feel so excited for, you know, I want to lose 10 pounds for so long. Right. And, uh, but I think a lot of the reasonings why a lot of people get burned out in the beginning of first starting to work out. So when I first started working out, um, a buddy of mine, his name is Walton. He was jacked, big, buff dude in band which is not a thing <laughs> not a normal thing freakish you're very freakish we're like walton how are you that big but he was like dude come with me and i'll teach you how to work out and i was like cool cool and i went and worked out with him and he killed me they probably worked out with him for maybe a month or two and i was like this is stupid everything hurts why am i doing this getting right. out of breath is dumb yeah but anyway so working out Still with him is. yeah right during the middle of the watch <laughs> like what the f- yeah but uh but no so it was uh it was an interesting beginning for me just because i went went in not knowing anything in my twenties and was worried about being judged and all this different stuff. But it was, it was a good, good starting point. But in the beginning, like I didn't have any kind of goals. I wasn't like, I mean, I did, I was like, man, I want to look like him. I want to have big muscles. I want to have abs, all those things. Right. But like, I mean, I have abs now, so it's like, okay, what's my motivation? If that was my motivation, right. You know what I mean? So it's like, in the beginning, it's real easy to kind of like set your sights on something huge. And then you're like, I'm going to go all in on this. I'm going to do everything. I want to be in there two a days because that's the thing, right? Two a days. It's two a days. You got to uh-huh. go there twice. But no, yeah, two a days is the, the, the thing that people think that they need to do. Um, that's kind of how I started out was not knowing anything and not knowing about the whole two a days and st- being yeah. a normal thing and like, I need to go spend three hours in the gym. So I just worked out on my own and then I took off for a couple of years and then started again. But typically what I see, and I don't know if you see this, like you're kind of getting into more of the coaching role, coaching role, uh, of things, but kind of like the athlete role of things. Do you see that much? Cause I see it all the time in the sense of like people coming in full bore. Yeah. Yeah. I think, I think there's, there's a few different levels of it. Right. And we'll, we keep kind of, Going back to the beginner, the intermediate, and your more experienced athletes. And I think for the beginners, it's very easy to drink the Kool-Aid and be like, this this is the best thing ever. I'm going to be here. I can't wait to go in there and get my hour a day and I leave feeling better. And, and, you know, my my life has forever been changed because of this. And then, you know, I think a lot of people hit goals very quickly, um, whether it be weight loss or, um, you know, a strength or whatever that may be for the individual. I feel like people hit those pretty quickly with a commitment within, you know, six months or whatever. And then, and then you sometimes hit a wall and you're like, all right, I'm kind of sick of going every day. I'm kind of sick of just going through the routine. Um, so I think that's, that's kind of an initial, um, burnout yep. portion for your beginner athletes. Yeah, I believe the the typical time frame for most people is you know from a month to three months and then they drop drop off. It's like someone who's brand new. Say like at least that's what I've seen most of the time whenever people come into our gym is like they'll have a month to two months. You know, the community's awesome. Coaching's great. I feel like I'm getting better. But a lot of them step into it and they'll see like you guys or whatever like, oh, he's lifting this or she's doing that. Why, why can't I do pull-ups? You know, like I, I've been here for three months, six months, and I'm not seeing any results of, of that. And it's like, well, here's all the things you just glossed over that you've, <laughs> right. that you've gotten. But, but yeah, so I feel like the whole thought process of burning out, like I was, I was talking about you before the podcast, I saw Ryan Fisher made a post on his Instagram. He's a gym owner in California 
that he was basically like, instead of going 100% the first day, do 1%. Yeah. He's like, if you can make a 1% change even once a month, I mean, that's huge. If you look at that over the course of, of five years, 10 years, the rest of your life, if you can keep that 1% change, it just, that's such a massive, massive difference. Right, right. Um, but a lot of people see like, okay, so I need to change my diet. I need to, I need to start working out six to seven times a week. I need to go to sleep earlier. I need to eat better, you know? And it's like, okay, here's this list of things that you're trying to change in your life. Like you need to, it's like a drug addict being like, you know, I, I need to quit today. And it's like, yes, you do, but <laughs> that's unlikely. But, but, yeah, yeah. Right. But no, the backlash from trying to quit is going to be very, very difficult to get through. But right. if you can get through that, awesome. But in, in health and fitness and stuff like that, it doesn't need to be that difficult. Like, yeah. like you could, you could just take one thing at a time. Yeah, I, I absolutely agree. And I think, I think where you see the people kind of get through that initial beginner burnout stage and, and kind of transition into that intermediate is when they um, are able to to get to the point that they are 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 putting in that extra effort because they mm. want to learn those double unders, right? They're right. like, I'm sick of coming in here and doing yeah. single unders. I'm sick of having to do ring rows or whatever. I wanna I wanna do this. Like I wanna keep right. getting better, right? And and I think that for me and what I've seen with other beginner athletes is that's what's kind of that next step yeah it gets past that like i'm just in here for the you know to move that needle that one yeah. yeah. percent and i actually am like ready to amp this up a little bit yeah um and for me after i was like a beginner athlete for a while and i was like i'm just i'm just kind of sick of doing the the minimum yeah. work requirement is like but i but i'm not gonna learn how to do double unders or any of these other things in the hour i'm here right um unless I'm making that effort to do so. Yeah. I can't just wait until that workout gets programmed that day and like try to figure out double unders yeah. this time. Yeah, and that's like in touching on double unders and those things. So like I would consider that like a, a more of a, a skilled movement. So a movement that you need practice on. And like we could we could practice that stuff in class and that's good and all, but yeah, you're not going to get something that you're trying to to learn like like walking on a tightrope. I always use that as an example. Um, when someone's trying to learn how to lift or how to do things, like if I were to put up a, a strap, you know, what are the, what are those, those lines, uh, that people walk on between trees? Wall slack, walk lines? Line. Yes. Wall walk. Line. <laughs> Still loving the wall yeah. walks up, but no, uh, yeah. Slack line. Um, if I were to say, all right, I have the slack line put up. I want you to start on this tree and, uh, sprint to the other side. You're more than, you're going to eat shit every time. <laughs> right. It's like, it is not going to go over well. So it's the same thing. So you have to take your one step at a time. So like double unders, um, sometimes whenever people are learning butterfly pull-ups or handstand walks, and I know those are pretty high skill movements, yep. but whenever people are learning those movements, uh, they need practice time. And I, it, I can't take time out of, out of the hour because the majority of the people, like you said, are coming in. They're like, this is my one hour. I want to get everything out of it. I can, I don't want to spend 20 minutes practicing double unders. Right. And then we do like a little five minute workout and then see you later. Yeah. And I, and I will honestly say like to circle back to the beginner, I think that's great. If you are the person that can, can kind of stay consistent and motivated through, um, through that time and you know, you don't then feel that burnout. That's awesome. But yeah. I think for a lot of beginner athletes that will do that, you know, three months and then yeah. burn out and then take some time off and then come back, yeah. you are likely not going to be any better in those burnout, you know, burnout things that arise are going to just continue to happen because you, you've not 
moved the needle very far in taking those times off. Right. And then if you kind of look at it as waves or periods, like, um, okay, for this first month, my goal, like I'm, I'm new my first month, my goal, I'm going to just make it to where I go three times a week, regardless what the workout is, regardless what my skill level is, regardless of, of what's to come, I'm going to make it three times a week. Cool. You've done that. Now that's a habit. Now you're like, okay, I'm regularly, made that word really well, regularly. <laughs> um, I'm regularly going to the gym three times a week. Perfect. After the, after you maybe a month, two months, three months, and that is now a habit. Cool. It's up at four or five days a week, whatever that looks like for you, whatever you can fit into your schedule, whatever. Um, then the next step would be, okay, um, I've now consistently hitting the gym three to five days a week consistently. It's not, I went two week, two times last week, five times this week, you know, right. it's consistently three to five. Then the next step is I'm going to practice a skill movement. I'm going to practice the double unders after each class or foam roll after each class or stretch or something where you're putting in a hair bit more of, of effort to try to practice and right. learn something. Because then if you, okay, cool, you have that movement down or you've consistently been doing the stretching or consistently been doing whatever extra for a month or two, yep. change that. Or I would say even two weeks, change that to another thing. Right. Because now you're going to make that little bit of extra practice or whatever. Meaningful. Um, exactly. Yeah. Meaningful and a habit. Right. Because that's, that's where I think a lot of people – tend to get burned out and I've seen it time and time again where I have some people that are like, man, it's, and we can touch on the time of year. It's like, it's spring. I'm, I'm ready to get my summer bod, you know, all the new, <laughs> right. I'm ready to get my abs. Right. Uh, but no, it's like, a, I'm, I'm excited. Let's go. Let's do this. I'm ready to do everything. I'm going to start coming in the morning and I'm going to do a, you know, an hour worth of cardio. And I'm going to come back later that evening. I'm going to do the workout. And then after that, I'm going to pre- And it's like, holy shit, dude, you went from zero to four hours a day. Right. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, mm, that's probably not sustainable. Yeah. Yeah. Because then you do that and you realize how much effort it takes to put in that much time. Yeah. Then after, say, you know, three months, it's like, I don't have time for this. Or you're really exhausted and tired all the time because your sleep went way through the floor. Right. Something like that. So that's, that tends to happen with burnout. So it's like if, if you're like newer ish or even intermediate, I would say like beginner intermediate area, um, then, you need to like take it one step at a time. Right. Absolutely. Go ahead. No. And I just, you know, for, for me, I think where, um, I, I've just been sitting here thinking about, I think the beginners is very much that like engaged phase where you're very excited. You're very in love. Yeah. Right. And then that intermediate is your, your newlyweds, your honeymoon phase. And then your your more experienced athlete is like that being married for five, 10, 15 years, and you've yeah. got to find ways to spice it up, keep things exciting. Um, yeah. But all of those things are related to one another, and it's it's a journey that all of us have had to go through. Yeah. Um. So so for me, what I see in in people at our gym that are making those strides is that extra effort. Right. Is is that. Um, Hey, today was pull-ups. I didn't do as well as I would have liked. I'm going to spend 10 minutes since I'm already warmed up for pull-ups and I've got my grips or 10, 15 minutes and I'm going to work on those. A perfect yeah. example was Adi yesterday. Yeah. I saw him doing the was pull-ups and stayed and was doing more pull-ups and, mm-hmm. and he's like, a, he's a great example of a person that is that we've seen transition from that beginner to that, you know, getting yeah. into that intermediate where he's getting more proficient at things. And it's all because of his, 
his mental toughness and his attitude of wanting to get better at stuff. Yeah. And, and being able to practice, like he was practicing the butterfly pull-ups and stuff. And it's like, that is definitely something that you just, I can't throw at you in a workout. So it's definitely, yeah, he's, he's a great example of that. I remember during the last summer, he was going to the, the running track with all a bunch of the, that group and they were running a lot. And then now anytime we're doing running workouts, dude crushes yeah, the run. First one in the door usually. Every time. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like, holy shit. Uh, but anyway, yeah. So he just is able to push through that. And it was because of that little bit of effort that he put in last summer, which was like two months, three months, whatever. Right. Of a little bit of extra work. And now it's paid off in huge. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, but ways to, to kind of like recognize. So for me personally, like I've gone to, I've gone through burnout. I've, like I said, I've been doing CrossFit for 10 years almost. And it's, I've gone through the waves of burnout, like excited. Now I'm burned out. Now I'm excited. Now I've so many times. Right. The best way I found for myself, and I want you to talk about what you've done for yourself because you've pulled yourself out of the funk many times is yeah. I just kind of like re kind of like realign my focus. Yeah. And I was talking to Jeff, uh, at the gym the other days. I think it's no, uh, uh, Bidos. I think he pronounces it his correct way and I pronounce it wrong. Okay. <laughs> but it's like a boy dose by dose. Anyway, he was, uh, he was saying that once a month he does a re like he sets down and redoes his focus to make sure it's, cool. is that the focus that he wants to keep being on? Like right now he's doing a bunch of mountain biking stuff and he has a podcast. So he like goes in and puts in like list from first to last of, of focus and, and importance. And I don't go to that depth, but kind of like, about a month ago, I was getting really burned out. Like, uh, I got a, I've talked to some of you guys. I hired a nutritionist. She's been awesome. Um, she's about 90% psychology and 10% nutrition, yeah. <laughs> but, uh, but no, for her and I, like the conversations we had was kind of like getting over that, that whole, like, what's my hump of keeping me like from getting past whatever. And a lot of it was like, I wasn't doing, I'm, and I'm still not, and I'm, I'm trying to work on it is the recovery aspect. For me personally, I've stopped focusing on that. So like my knees hurt way worse. My elbows hurt way worse. My shoulders are, when I say hurt, I just mean like, they're like aches and pains. Like when I'm like warming up my squad right. until it gets warm and then I'm fine. <laughs> yeah. But it's that initial, like, this sucks. Why am I doing this? That every day will, it wore on me. Like my elbows hurt from, from uh band years and then. Uh, also CrossFit. I mean, you can't say that the, the wear and tear, I mean, it's, it's, it's definitely, real, right? it's real. And you can, if you do the right things, you can push that wear and tear off. And I was not doing the right things and I'm trying to get better at it. But for me personally, what, what was wearing me down last month was I felt like everything I did, I was hurting. Yeah. So I was like, okay, cool. We're going in to do squat snatches, but these kill my elbows. Yeah. Okay. Let's do, uh, 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 jerks or something. And it hurts my shoulders because my flexibility sucks. Even though those are your jam, they are not mine. Um, but it, it was like one thing after another, after another of like, okay, we're doing this today. And then I'd have one good day where it'd be like all things that don't hurt. Yeah. I'm like, Oh, I'm oh, back. Oh, I'm back <laughs> next day. <laughs> yeah. But it was like, I felt like one day a week I was feeling good and excited and ready to go work out. Like right. I was like, man, today's going to be a good day or or I wouldn't even know it until afterwards. And I was like, that was a good day. Right. That was fun. I got really sweaty, out of breath. felt like I moved the needle a little bit. Awesome. Yep. Good. But the next day it was like, okay, we're going to find a heavy single back squat. And I'm like, cool, I'm going to be 50 pounds under my water <laughs> up again. Great. So it was just little things like that that I kind of had to rechange my focus. So uh, I've kind of like 
changed it completely in the sense of like, I still want to get better. I still want to be squatting more, cleaning more, running yeah. faster, blah, 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 all the things. But I'm having to change my focus on the sense of like, if I, if I'm hurting like pistols kill my knees, right? Like I am down for the count for about four days. Yeah. So I'm like, no more. So I just been doing box step ups and I'm going to start at some point. I don't know. Um, <laughs> I'm terrible at this is I want to start doing more pistol drills, like yeah. work on my ankle flexibility, setting the bottom of a squat with one leg instead of like, all right, the workout is 300 pistols. Do a go. pistol. Right. Yeah. Then yeah. that's typically what I do. Right. Same. So, so I'm just, I'm, I need to work on those things and I'm going to stop. And like, I've been clicking scaled and I'm fine by that. Uh, right. For some people it's really hard, but w- all that being said, the biggest thing for me was to identify why, I was feeling my burnout. Why I was the other thing was like the stress of taking over the business and all yeah, these different things. A lot going on. Yeah, right. And I didn't realize all that was compounding and making it worse, 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 worse. And the one thing that made me feel good about myself in the sense of like the endorphins, getting sweaty, practicing something, was becoming now a deterrent. Right. Now it was becoming the thing that was making me even more angry, more mad. It was more like a upset. chore. Exactly. Yeah. Like, oh well got to go suffer through this <laughs> shit for an hour and a half <laughs> right. you know, or whatever. Yeah. But anyway, so like, so that's kind of been my journey kind of moving up and we can touch a little more depth on, on kind of what's going on currently right now. But, but like you said, you're, you're kind of going through this right now. So like, yeah. what's like, why do you feel like you're burned out? Yeah. A lot of mine is, um, so I don't have a ton of like pain, you know, tolerance, mm-hmm. like, mm-hmm. like you've dealt with that would, that would, be a deterrent mine is mine comes a lot of mental fatigue where it's just like i'm you know i don't feel like going and doing 80 pull-ups or whatever people were doing yesterday and ripping my hands and doing all that kind of stuff um or i just man i don't feel like back squatting again and and those i've experienced those type of things where it's like every day i'm excited to go in there and because of what's programmed and there's other days where i'm just like mentally so out of it because of what is programmed yeah and for me the way that i've pulled myself through it is like I'm still going to go there's for me there's never a question of whether I'm going to be there you know six days a week but for me a lot of times it's a question of what am I going to do like I I, I'm never going to be the person necessarily that is like I'm going to do something completely different because I absolutely hate what is programmed during a class but I I I may just adjust it to for my mental health you know what I mean like um right and that's okay to like to think of it that way right like yesterday i think you did ring rows yeah when we had sets of 20 on pull-ups yeah and and, and is that is which that is was totally because of the open and yeah. i don't want to have ripped hands totally. potentially ripped hands totally. I, i'm prone to ripping um but like on wednesday i think it was the 30 minute am wrap yeah. of 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 uh Moving. ring rows and, and i'm like i don't really want to do that yeah. um but i'm gonna do the run and i did uh, more push-ups, more air squats, and did some ring muscle-ups with a vest on. Super stupid, but it was like, right. this is good for my mental health right. to, to do today. And I think that that's what a lot of people s- maybe miss or don't think about, yeah. that they have to come in and do exactly what's programmed. Yeah. But if they come to you or any of the other coaches and say, always change it. I'm really not feeling back squat today. What else can I do? We're going to work with you. Yeah. And we're going to figure out what's yeah. best for for your mental health because right. that is just as just as important as your right. physical health. Like obviously as like someone who's done all the programming in the past and and I run the gym, coach the gym, what all the things and now you coaching. I want you to get better at things like squat snatch. 
I know so many people hate that. <laughs> right, right. Totally understandable. So difficult. But like, I want you to practice these things. Pistols, something that I just talked about hating doing. I want you to practice these things because I want you to get better at these. Right. Because I feel like if you have a full picture, I guess you could say, or like a, a well-rounded, like if I pull it out of a hat, can you do the movement? Yes or no. Right. I want that. But on the flip side of it, if you're not happy, happy or having a good time, like if you're like, oh, we're doing this again. I don't, you know, like you said, like, <laughs> yeah, I, I, I'm not feeling that. I want to change it. I want to do something slightly different. Cool. Totally. Come right. up to me and talk to me because I want you to, to come in and be excited about, about the workout or about the class. Like, okay, I don't really want to do back squats again. What can I do instead of, okay, I'll, I'll give you something different because right. I want you to still feel like you can come in and get a workout in. Yeah. A lot of people see whatever is written and they're like, oh, they're going to make me do that. Yeah. No, I'm not. Like, yes, this is what I think that you should do today. But mentally, if you're not there, don't do it. Right. And and, and we're not sitting here saying this where all of a sudden you becomes a free-for-all. And it's like yes. we got yeah. 15 people in each class just doing a bunch of stuff. Yeah. It's like we're going to try to figure out what makes sense for that same stimulus that was programmed yes. um, and, and not just have all of a sudden it be like a choose your own adventure, yes. you know, for, for 15 people exactly. every hour. Exactly. And, and that, I think that'll help a lot with burnout. Cause it's like, Oh, running again. I don't want to go run. I'm just not going to go. And then that becomes habit, right? That I'm just going to skip every time I see running Yeah. or I'm just going to skip every time I see, you know, uh, bar muscle ups. Cause I can't do them. Right. It's like, no, still show up, do something different. Because that'll still keep you in that habit through this lull that you're going through to be able to come out on the other side and you've still been able to move that needle through those three months that you would have gotten a habit of not showing right. up. And I think the biggest thing is is the the commitment to going before you even know what the workout is. That's yeah. that that to me I think is the biggest thing of like I'm going tomorrow, I've got my stuff ready. Like I know that as soon as I'm done with work, I'm going to that five o'clock class. Don't care what's programmed. Right. And I think as soon as people will start to have that attitude a little bit, they'll start doing things um, that maybe get them out of their comfort zone that yeah. help move that 1%. Yeah. Something that helped me uh, a couple years back, I didn't even recognize it until after I was doing it, was my pre-workout. If I drank my pre-workout, I was like, fuck, now I got to work out. Because yeah. <laughs> otherwise, I'm just doing right, you know? right. So I would, I would drink my pre-workout. I'd be like, oh, today I'm not really feeling it. I don't really want to. I don't want to. And then I would just go mix my pre-workout and chug it and be right. like, well, now you have to. You know? Sure. It's just like one of those things like when you drive to the gym and you walk in the door and I see you, hey, all right, I'm here. I've got to go through yeah. it. You know, they've seen me. They don't want me. Because you know, yeah. I'm, I'm like, going to text you and be like, why'd you leave? like, oh, God, Madison had his pre-workout. That's right. I can tell by the way he's talking to me. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes people ask me, do you have pre-workout before you teach? <laughs> no. Just feeling good. Uh, Let's go. Yeah. But no, it's just uh, that that's a way to keep yourself kind of motivated. And like I was talking about earlier, like changing focus uh a few years back i was kind of at a point where i'm like i i'm not done with crossfit because i love it and it's what i do but i was just kind of like man i'm, I'm tired of doing thrusters and wall balls and right. pull-ups and blah, 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 blah. and i feel like i'm just doing all this stuff back to back to back and then i was like six seven eight years deep and i'm like i feel like i'm not progressing right at all so it's like what's the point exactly yeah. and when i ha when i work out i need that i need that yeah. i'm progressing in some way because i'm not someone at least yet that can just go in day in and day out and be okay with nothing moving nothing changing yeah you've been back squatting uh 300 pounds for the past uh, 19 years keep it up way to go cool yeah. <laughs> but but and, and there's and if you're that person dude more power to you yeah or chick i'm so like wow like i 
that is awesome. Yep. Because I can't do that. So I talked to uh, Bobby Maximus, which was uh, uh, Tommy's uh, programmer, friend, all that stuff whenever they were going to the games. Yep. And he wrote me a uh, training program for uh, a full marathon. Oh, cool. Which is god-awful. Yeah. But I was like, I've never trained for a marathon. I've never trained for running. I've never trained for any of that stuff. Cool. Let's do it. So me and Nick did that over the summer. And I was running four times a week, I believe. Three to to five, depending on the week. And it was anywhere from three miles to, at the end, 12 plus. Yeah. Yeah. And it it got to a point where I could just put on headphones and just shut my brain off for an hour. And I was like, cool, this is fun. And then on the other days, we would still do strength training, some CrossFit stuff. But it was fun because I was still going in the gym day in and day out, yeah. talking to people, seeing my friends, still able to like, oh, how was that workout today? Man, yeah, like I can't wait to get back to it. You yeah. Know? yeah. It's like it still had me excited to come back to CrossFit because I was like, cool, I wonder how I'm going to feel after I finish this training program. Like in the sense of like, am I going to be better at X? Or am I going to be <laughs> worse at X? Right. You know? Yeah, exactly. So, so it was cool because it, it, it was a, a lane change on the same highway. And then I was still could change back the lane of CrossFit. Right. So that's been a way that I've found over the years of changing my focus on being able to like stay excited and stay in it. Yeah. Um, and, it's, and I will say CrossFit is, is, is great in, in having things to look forward to. I, it kind of mm-hmm. reminds me of um, like, I'm someone who loves vacations and loves trips. So yeah. like, I'm always a, like a happier person when I have something scheduled, yeah. right? Like as maybe that's good it. or bad, but it's like CrossFit's very similar for me. Like I, I, there's times where I'm like fully engaged. Like I, whenever Waterpalooza is coming, I'm going to watch it or yeah, whenever right. the games comes around, I'm going to watch it when, it's open weeks. I'm going to watch all of the stuff yeah. leading up to it. You know what yeah. I mean? It's yeah. easy to be engaged. But then as soon as that stuff's over, it's very easy to crash. That space in between. Yeah. Right. So like it's similar to what, you, what you're talking about, right? You're like you found this marathon training, right, to, mm-hmm. to do that. And it reinvigorated you a little bit. And then when that was done, you, I'm sure you felt a little bit of like, oh, God, now what? I was right? excited for a few months going back into CrossFit. And then, yeah. yes, the lull happened. Yeah. It's like, okay, cool. Now what am I training for? Mm-hmm. Now what's the next step? Right. Having something like I'm the same way, like um, in the sense of like, I love trips and those things. I do them rarely, but I love it. It's like, oh man, yeah. it's coming up. It's coming up. But like with CrossFit, like the open every year that we have that. And for you guys that are beginners that haven't really had a chance or at least started in the last couple of years, because 2019, 2020, freaking weird, weird years year. for the games, yeah. which is understandable. They need to make that change. But uh, I feel like you guys haven't really got to experience the full effect of the open like i was talking to uh erica torres the other night like they were hanging out on a friday night cheering on those people are still working out it was cool there's yeah there. old like, school yeah we're like we're the audience we're yeah. gonna be we're the cheer squad or yeah. whatever uh but like i was like do you guys remember back at the old gym when it would be like 60 plus people packed, packed. Yeah. the walls were lined in people just to cheer on other people at the gym and it was like that was so fun right it's like friday night lights we all start at four you know or five or whatever heat start at five and and it was like okay let's get it taped out find a judge all right we have these people we're gonna get food we're gonna get yep. pizza music's like, up beers music's, out yeah, yeah exactly it's like those were the fun times but like the whole year you kind of have the open to look forward to and and then i feel like the last couple of years that excitement is just like tanked and I saw a recent thing of how many people signed up for the open in 2018 versus this year. Yeah. And it's like half. Yeah. It was like, holy shit. Like, I didn't realize that. But yeah, it makes sense. It does. It com- makes complete sense. But I'm hoping that it's kind of coming back because that's the exciting part about CrossFit is kind of like the open, the we're all here together. Yeah. But 
Well, and I'm glad you mentioned that because yeah. for me, my my kind of journey of wanting to go from like intermediate to see if I could do some things and, and pay att- more attention to like the leaderboard was was through the open. It was because I, after two years of doing it or something, I was like, I've got to be getting better. And I feel yeah. like I'm just kind of stuck where I'm at. So it was like, what changes do I need to make in my diet and can't drink, drink beer, you know, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. <laughs> and it was like, yeah. for me, that was what kind of got me past a, a stage of burnout yeah. was yeah, like, I feel like out of nowhere, you just started just smashing workouts. I'm like, I've got, I'm never going to get any better unless I make some changes and, and commit to it. Um, which I think is, is, is something that will help a lot of people now that the open is back a little bit, mm-hmm. um, you know, minus week one, potentially. Um, <laughs> um, yeah, I'll save that for a different conversation, but, um, I think a lot of people are going to leave the this open these three weeks of saying, okay, th- that I enjoyed how that felt and, yeah. and it was something to look forward to. Um, that I believe that in 2022 we'll see we'll see a much huge uh, a so. huge open I do for too. sure. And I think the open kind of sets a good a good. So all year we always practice like I'm always like ah is hip crease below knee chin over the bar in your pull ups like here's here's the standards. And here's the reason why, you know, it's like, obviously we want you to move in full range of motion. Um, the other reasoning is for the, the competition side of things. And we talked about that in the last podcast of how being competitive can be healthy. Yeah. And if we're all abiding by the same standards, cool. We're all trying to go for the same thing, be healthier, be right. better, move the needle. So I'll, I'll I'm going to bring up something in the past and then bring it back to where we're at. So, and so many times in the past, I've heard people like, let's say we're working up to a one rep back squat or bench press or whatever, name it, three rep, five rep, whatever. And it's and it's in sugar wad or, or wadify, whatever you guys use, it's in sugar wad. And you pull it up, like, what was my last previous? Oh, it was 135. Holy hell. Yeah. There's no way I did that. Right. I'm like, <laughs> so you're saying you love. Yeah, yeah. So it's like, okay, so if, if we're trying to set a standard or a precedence in the sense of like, when we try this again, I want to see progress. I right. want to see see myself move the needle in some way. So the open is a, is a time that we, everybody gets judged, right? All right, guys, grab a judge. We're all going to judge each other. And it's not because I want to make sure that you're cheating or not. It's because, so I want to hold you to a standard that we, if we repeat this workout at some point during the rest of this year or next year, right. Or four years from now, you'll know if you've made progress or not. Right. So a lot of the reasons why, we do the whole judging thing and talk about standards and talk about this stuff is because like sometimes people will back squat, like I have a girl that'll back squat, say 200 pounds. And then we work on depth for like two, two months, whatever. And they're like, man, I, I can't, I can't do 200 pounds anymore. And it's like, yeah, because you're moving six inches further. Right. So it's like you, you have it's now changed movement. your range of motion. You have now changed that to where it's like now we're going to full range of motion and you will build back up to 200 pounds, but now it's going to be in the full range in a full rep that looks good and, you know, all those things. Right. But uh, having the open around can cause a lot of like... Anxiety? Yeah. Is anxiety the word you're yeah, looking yeah, for? that'll work. I was going to go animosity, but well, that works. Turmoil? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Come on, you got any more? How else are you feeling? Stress? Str- yes, a lot of stress. And, and sadness. S- yep. Yeah, any more S's on there? Upset. Oh, we're going to use I'm mad. <laughs> no, sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> no, you're good. But, uh, but it does cause a lot of everything you just said. And for the reasons isn't because like we're afraid that we're going to lose or we're afraid. Like for me, it causes a lot of stress because I'm like, Oh shit. Like I'm actually like, 
all right, guys, let's go three, two, one. And there's going to be like six people watching me work out. Yeah. And it's not that I'm afraid that I'm going to get caught cheating or anything like that. It's for me, it's now people are watching. And if I just work out on my own or with friends or something like that, it's one thing. But if people are watching, it's like they're expecting me to do well or to do X. And I hope I can meet that expectations. But for some people, they're like, I really just hope I can meet the standards. Yeah. And and I would say it's certainly a, a there's different waves like you kind of mentioned throughout the year and the open is really the first one of the year now I guess again um, that that causes that little bit of um, like butterflies butterflies and, a yeah. little bit and for for the same type of things you're saying like I don't none of us do the open because we think we're gonna win and go to the CrossFit Games right. But we all want to leave these weeks of the open being like, that is the best I could possibly do. Yeah. And and my year of training has prepared me for that. Right. Regardless of what the leaderboard says, if I'm if I did the best I possibly could right. do and then I still know I have things to work on, great. I can live with that. Right. Um, so I think that's the attitude that all of us need to be able to have is like, that's the best I could do. Yeah. Um, I don't really have any regrets on that. I'm look right. for look forward to the next right. one. And that's kind of where I've, I've been. I got asked by a bunch of people because uh, our group that we kind of work out together at two, all of them redid it. We tried it. Out. We worked out on Friday, did the workout. Everybody redid it on Monday. I didn't. Um, and I got asked by a lot of people like, why didn't you redo it? It's because it's like when I left, I felt like, yeah, that was what I got. Right. Because a lot of times people will say like, hey, like, oh, man, I could have done better. And I always say to them, why didn't you? Right. And it pisses a lot of people off. Yeah. But I'm like, well, why didn't you then? If you and if, if it's something legitimate, like I tripped on my double unders like every single time, 64 times, and I never do that. Yeah. Cool. Yes. That was an off day. Redo it. Or it's like, oh, I, I did this strategy and I stuck to it and it was not a good one. Right. Totally redo it. But for me, like I, I, I went in it, went at it. How I always do. And uh, I went hard just like a normal, normally wouldn't a normal workout. And when I finished, even though I was beat by multiple people, I don't care. Because like you said, can you step away knowing that you gave it your all? Right. Is that a workout that you, like, like if I were to say, all right, we're doing deadlifts and, and shoulder to overhead workout with rowing or something you'd yeah. be like i'm gonna smash that yeah cool great. probably only need to do this once yeah, right <laughs> right but wall walks and double unders it's like yeah. mother of god that is not built for me that sucks like the uh there was a wall ball rowing workout from 2019 2018 yeah. something that was like a that. good one yeah which was good for us because we're tall uh, is what they say well whatever what i got beat by uh tristan and he's yeah. six inches shorter he's than a me cyborg yeah he yeah. is not human but he's like five, I think five foot eight, five something like that, and he still beat me, and I'm six two. So right. it's like, okay, is it really built for tall people? Is yeah. it? But I, I stepped away knowing that, like, okay, I did my best. Right. There was nothing I could have done differently that could have made me better. I mean, maybe maybe there's like one or two things, but it's like not enough to make me want to redo. Right. It. Yeah, I would have been in the, and, and I don't want to get too far in a tangent. I would have been in the. I'm going to redo this camp. Uh-huh. I, Traveled, got home on Sunday, had one opportunity to do it on Monday, and I left thinking um, that there were some things, some decisions I made in the middle of the workout that were costly mm-hmm. and unnecessary that gotcha. would I wouldn't have done a second time around. Gotcha. And it's a difference of three or four reps, maybe. But that's a huge difference, though. But in something like this, so it's it's a tough for me personally is be, having some of that competitiveness. It's a tough pill to swallow, but I also have to remember like 
you're not getting paid to do this. You did it the one time you had an opportunity. Yeah. You got to move on. Yeah, exactly. You know? But that is hard because it's like most people did get to redo it and most people did do better. Right. Like I beat Zach by one rep and I was like, yeah, I beat him. Yeah. And then he redid it and beat him by like five. Right. I'm like, oh, okay, cool. Well, and it very much but, was a like a workout that you could figure out some different ways to move your mm -hmm. hands. Double unders are double unders. There's nothing you're going to change there. Right. But there was some different strategy in how you were kicking up onto the wall. And yep. if you did that consistently – you were going to get your maximum output right. where it was like, it took me halfway through the damn workout to figure out how to do it, yeah. you know, to yeah. uh, effectively. I, I, yeah, that I, at same. that point it was too late. Right. Which, yeah, you, you're, you're tired. There's nothing. To, yeah. Right. It's, I mean, that's like running on a track versus running like through the streets. Right. It's like, okay, well I'm not going to run that one cause I hit six stop lots <laughs> right. and there was a dog chasing me. So it's like, cool. I'm not doing that. I'm going to go run over here yeah. and you'll run faster. So it's, it's, yeah, it's literally that. And it's really easy to get bummed out whenever shit like that happens yeah. because it's like, I didn't give it my all. I know that my potential from what I've practiced on for this whole year is way better. Right. So I, I totally get that. And, and I think that's, you know, there's, there's two things in terms of burnout that are going to happen when this opens over. Mm -hmm. You're going to have people that were like, that was really fun, but I'm kind of like over it. The next one's not for a year. I don't really have anything to look forward to. Da, yep. da, da, da. Or there's people that are like, I, I want to get better. I can't wait until the right. next one. Or it's, I can't wait till this next thing I have planned, whether it's a local competition or it's a qualifier or a lot of people use vacation, right? Like yeah. I've got a vacation in May. I want to just look shredded for that. Right. And I think that, I think the people who come out of this on the other end, more motivated, um, are, are going to see the, the best results. Yeah, I agree. And on the other side of it, it's kind of like, okay, now what? Like that, the cool, the excitement's over. Now what do I do? I, I guess I'll just keep going in like normal. Like we're not doing anything on Fridays anymore. Like it's not as fun, as exciting to go in as it is like let Monday leading up to Friday. Right. Um, so I totally get that. And because I've done that numerous times, like I remember it was my first couple of years. It's like so naive. And if you ever read the old Facebook posts, you're just like, Face, oh yeah face palm. when it pops up yes yeah. uh so i i saw like it reoccurs every year i think it was like 2012 i think or 2013 i was like i'm going to the crossfit games next year did you go spectate you, Is no, that I, i've never even been <laughs> i've never even spectated so that post went that yeah. did not age well right but no it's uh it's it's like that like i remember i would set myself up for like my expectations of myself would be so high and then when i wouldn't i would get so mad like, I would get so, so pissed, like, just cussing, throwing shit around the room. Like, I remember this one time, it was uh, it was back, it was, so it was at my old gym back home, and our first gym, it was in the back of a basketball gym is what we started. It was like this little batting cage area, right. basically. And I remember I was in the back corner, and one of our coaches, her name's Jenna, she was, she was judging me. And it was like a do X every three minutes until failure or something. I cannot remember the workout. And I didn't even finish the first one. Oh, boy. But in my head, I'm like, okay, if I make it to the third round, then, okay, it'll be this. And, like, I had this whole game plan. Yeah. And I tried it, like, five times. Not <laughs> in the same day. Yeah. Like, I try a couple times a day and then, like, the wait a day and do it. Do it like, again. from Thursday to, to Monday night, I seriously tried it, like, three or four or five different oh times. Oh, boy. And I never made it out of the first round. Yeah. And I was, just like, so pissed. What has happened? I was so right. mad. Like, I almost cried. Went outside. <laughs> was just, like, like – like what is going on and i was like why are you looking back now i'm like dude like it you you wanted to make it out of the first round yeah 
Right. These guys are going in their eighth and ninth round. Right. It's like, and you thought you were going to the games. Yeah, exactly. It's like, you freaking idiot. Right. But it pissed me off so much that it just like ruined my next like month of training, basically. Yeah. Because I had set my expectations so high that I didn't even touch those that now it's just like, why am I even doing this? Right. And that's, and that's the thing. It's like, how, how will you find motivation from these type of things to avoid that burnout period? You know, for me, I've gone back and forth of that same, what's the point? Like I've worked all year, I guess year and a half since last open. And I have improved in so many areas that I got stuck with wall walks. It's like, (laughs) yeah, that feels like I was told to show up to a football game. Nate and I were talking, you show up to a football game and they say, okay, well, we're actually going to play with a Frisbee. It's like, well, what the hell? <laughs> yeah, that's well, not what, why that's, did I practice this? That's for not year? in the manual. <laughs> like, yeah, but, but it's like, okay, I can either after these three weeks, shut it down and let this burnout consume me and, and get worse become because of it. Or I can use it in as motivation and say, there's another area that I have to improve. Right. And hopefully by the next time the open comes around, I will be more prepared. And that's, after I'm digging myself out of my hole a little bit, that's kind of where my focus is shifting. And, and hopefully a lot of people feel that way as well. Right. And, and a lot of this comes like the experience of kind of what we're talking about for me and you personally, like our goals are, I would, I would say all performance driven. Yeah. Because sure. like we want to perform better. We want to place higher on the leaderboard, not because like, I want to say how I beat you. It's because we want to see that we've progressed. Right. So if you are someone that's like, my goal to go in is to lose 15, 20 pounds. Like after you've lost 10, like, do you just give up? You're like, cool. I got it. Right. I didn't really get it, but I got it. Cool. Yeah. It's like, you know, you got to remember like what, why you're there. And, and I know we talked, we literally said that at the beginning of the podcast. We're not going to be like, if you're feeling burned out, just remember. Yeah. Where you're <laughs> right. It's like, it, it, that is a good conversation for you to have with yourself. Like that is a reoccur- reoccurring conversation between me and Brett is like, why do I do this if I'm not seeing progress and i told Britt like i want to work on something extra i want to do a little bit of extra whatever and she's like why why you should just be okay with going in and working out for right. health and i'm right. like but i've already met that yeah i've met that goal right like i'm healthy i go to the doctor get all my shit checked cool you're good, good. you're healthy yeah. you're fine you don't i mean you're done you like that one joke that was like why are those really buff guys still going to the gym bro you made it right <laughs> like you're done right. uh it's like totally like so for us talking about burnout it does come down to performance and and just being able to, to be competent in all the movements because that's what we value right, right now. Right. So, like, if your value is unattainable or if your value is changing constantly, then you're never going to to fully be able to commit and then keep that going. So, like, I think that kind of comes back to what Jeff talks about each month where he writes down something, you know, in his order of things of, like, what's the most valuable to the least. Like, if, you're, if your values, like, if you have a five – you know, top five value. If all five of those values are changing every month, I, I can see both sides where it keeps you excited and keeps you going. But on the other side, it's like, you're eventually going to run out of things. Right. So it's like, I would say for beginners and intermediate people, it's the whole point of us doing CrossFit at the end of the day is to be healthy. Right. Absolutely. So, so if, if your health isn't moving forward, whether that be like physical health or mental health, we need to, we need to have a talk and figure yeah. out what's going on. And like you said, a lot of yours comes from the mental side of things. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So go ahead. And what's, what's helped me and I think is kind of advice for everybody is, um, talk to, talk to the coaches, talk Mm -hmm. to other, you know, of your closer friends at the gym and, and lean on that support system of being like, I don't feel like doing this anymore. And we'll help you figure out 
why right. and and maybe things to pull you out of that and, and help steer you in the right direction. We're not just going to be like, yeah, just cancel your membership for yeah. a few months. We'll see you when you're ready to come back. It's yeah. like, no, we want to help you through the, the physical and mental journey. Yeah. You know, both yeah, it's because you signed up, and when you sign up, you didn't just sign up for like, okay, cool, I got your money, see you later. It's like you signed up because we want to help. Like, like that's not your reasoning for signing up, but that's our reasoning for wanting to coach and right. run the gym and do all the things that we are doing is because we want to help. We want to be there and help. And burnout happens all the time. And instead of just quitting or just being like, hey, I'm, I'm just busy, I got some other stuff I got to do, like, have that general conversation. And if leaving the gym, is something you need to do in order to move forward with your burnout. Right. Totally. Then like, do it. I, I don't Absolutely. mind. It does not bother me in the sense of like, Oh, you're breaking up with me. Right. <laughs> it's like, no, it's, it's, this is a business at the end of the day. It is a business, but I do have a, a friendship and, and invested a time in you. And I want to see you keep moving forward and all the, the goals that you have. But at the end of the day, if it really is bothering you to be there, cool. Don't. Right. Um, Cole, he's a good guy. He just came back. Uh, he had wrecked his. He bought a motorcycle, wrecked it. Oh, that's right. And he went through like this hard, like like his body wasn't ready, mentally he wasn't ready, all these things, and he quit. Yeah. And he just came back, uh, probably last week. And he told me he's like, dude, last time I signed up because he came for a month, probably like four or five months ago, and then quit after that first month. And I was right. like, man, I was like, that was kind of a waste of time. Yeah. You know, like to to be honest, I was like, man, that was kind of a waste of time for you to come in for a month and then leave. Yeah. But what he told me was. Uh, he was not mentally ready to come yeah. back. He was like, dude, I, at this point, I, he's like, at that point in my life, I needed to get some stuff together yeah. in order to be able to come in and actually give it my all. Which makes total sense. Yeah. And I was like, oh, yeah, makes complete sense. Like, dude, I, I've been there, done that. Right. So I can't be mad at you. But but at the end of the day, like, if he were to talk to me, which he kind of did, but if he would have been like, hey, dude, like, I am, things still are not uh, in a line, which I think he might have kind of, like, mentioned some of those things to me. He just had some other stuff that he wanted to handle personal. But if, if you come to us and you're like, hey, I've got some stuff I really need to take care of, but I promise I'll be back. Cool, totally. Take, yeah. take it off. But if it's something that we can help, like, hey, I'm feeling mentally fatigued and burned out. Like, every time I come in, like, I can't put myself through the floor every day. And it's like, cool, don't. Right. Sweat. Get out of breath. Leave. Yeah, you know what absolutely. I mean? Like, don't don't feel like you need to go in and destroy yourself every day. Like, I, I, have a, I, can't, I can't not do that. Right. Like, I don't know how people don't go in the pain cave. <laughs> and now I try to avoid that. I know, but I, I don't. And that's what's the best. <laughs> yeah. I was working out with Brandon the other day and he's like, yeah, you were in a lot deeper, uh, darker place than I yeah, was. No, I was like, yeah, not still, together. You still beat me. Yeah. But, uh, but no, it's like, I, I don't know how to not do that. And, um, I mean, I do, but I, that's not for everybody. Exactly. Right? Exactly. Yeah. That's for me. That's, that's what, how right. I push. But if you're someone that like doing that, like getting in that uncomfortable state does make you not want to be there. Don't. Right. Like I still want you to try to progress and I want to push you out of your comfort zone and, and help you progress towards those things. But if it is burning you out really, really, really hard, don't. Right. And, and what I've always, or what I've tried to do is like, look, look for, for that next thing that, um, will help with the burnout for, for me. And I think for a lot of people, it's the fact that we're starting to get into spring, Mm -hmm. that garage door is going to be open a lot Mm -hmm. more. This is going to be hopefully our first real opportunity to to do some gym type activities outside yeah. Yeah. And, and grill and, and get that community feel back that yeah. reignites kind of everybody a little bit it's yeah. certainly hard i think in the winter when it's dark at five o'clock and you're yeah. like i don't really feel like doing this i just want to sit home and watch christmas movies or whatever <laughs> yeah we're starting to get to that point as soon as the opens over where things are going to be more lively yeah 
Um, and people always are, get a little bit more excited when, when, you know, when it's 70, 80 degrees outside. Right. I agree. Like going to the park and, and laying out or sitting out and hanging out with friends and doing yep. stuff like that. Like you want to feel good. Like, Hey, let's go play some games. It's like, you want to feel excited and feel good. But yeah, so like just there are kind of different ways of, of thinking about it. Like I, I like the idea of like having something to look forward to. Um, it is hard in the fitness world to, to, to kind of keep that. Cause it's like, like what for us, it's easy because we're like, okay, let's, let's look at some competitions for the year. See, yeah. see what we got, what's going on. Yeah. Okay, cool. Let's sign up for that. Let's do this. Let's yeah. do that. Um, but if, if you're not someone that has like the ability to, to look towards, uh, an opportunity, like I'm going to start looking towards the summer, the spring or going and swimming or, you know, whatever, like other ways of, of, of being able to keep yourself excited is seeing the progress of, I did 10 double unders last time. I want to do 20. Right. Like when I first started, I I wrote down all of the things in in CrossFit, all the movements, muscle ups, double unders, walk on my hands, yeah, run a full mile without stopping everything. And I was like, okay, so I'm going to check off everything that I can. If any of these things are like ripped up and put into a hopper and pulled out, can I do it? Yes or no. Yeah. So that's another way of, of kind of like keeping yourself excited is give yourself like a goal, a monthly goal and make it attainable. Like yeah. instead of being like, okay, I think I've just got my first muscle up. I want to get 10 muscle ups by the end of this month. Yeah. That's going to be tough. <laughs> okay. We got a lot of work to do. The bold strategy. Bold. Yeah. So this plays out. But yeah. So yes. So having like attainable goals, like I saw, um, Annie Thor's daughter made a, a post where she did a power snatch. I can't remember how much weight. And she was like, I'm 10 kilos under my previous PR before I was pregnant. Wow. She goes, so it's really easy to have post-pregnancy PRs when you have small jumps. Yeah. yeah. So she's 10 kilos under. Next time she'll be nine kilos under. Right. Next time she'll be eight. You know what I mean? So yeah. so like making small little chunks like that. Like I did yeah. 10 double unders last time unbroken. My goal now is 12. Right. Um, like it was funny. Uh, um Aaron yesterday, a girl in the morning, uh, she was, she was like, we're doing those pull-ups and she's like, will these, will these help? Will these help me to get my pull-ups? Like actually get a strict pull-up and we're doing, and she can do kipping pull-ups a lot. Yeah. I was like, yeah, they will. And she's like, well, I can't do a pull-up. I said, all right, let's, uh, supinate it. So turn your hand under, let's do a chin up. I was like, turn your hands under, see if you can do one. Cause I knew she could. Yeah. She'd never done a pull-up. She pulled her chin over the bar and it was just like her eyes got yeah. gigantic and she was so pumped for the Look workout. What I did. Yeah. yeah. She's like, I got my first pull-up. <laughs> I get, you know, she was so stoked and it was yeah. like, cool. Check that off your list. And right. she said something about doing 10 and I was like, come on, you just got your first right. one. Make it your goal to get two next yeah. time. So it's like little bitty goals like that will help you if, if looking forward to something like a competition or a time of year or something like that. Like I just did for the first time, we did a workout last Saturday where it had reps of 10 ring muscle ups in it at the end of each round. Yeah. And I was like, I've never done something like this where I did 10 du- muscle ups every time unbroken. Sure. So I've never done that. So I was like, okay, I'm going to make that my goal. Yeah. Cool. And I did it. Yeah. And I was awesome. like, like I was flipping out, you yeah. know, I didn't even care about my time. Right. I was just like, this is great. Yeah. And, uh, cause I've never done that. So I was like, cool, that's progress. Yeah. And, and those on- are the things that like for you who have been doing CrossFit for so long, yeah. the, the it's endless, right? Like your ability to progress really is endless, which is pretty unique right. in, in the fitness space. Right. Yeah. Cause it's like bodybuilding. You get so big, right? Running. Yeah. You, I mean, you could pro- 
you know, maybe potentially keep progressing and running, yeah. but it's, at some point you hit your ceiling. Right. And I'd say you hit your ceiling a lot quicker in something like that than you would CrossFit. Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, I mean, for, for me, I think, I think the, the bottom line is everyone's, everyone goes through yeah. it. There's not a single person at our gym or any other gym that hasn't experienced some level of burnout and it's just how you manage it. And, and so much of it is, I think mentally figure out the things you need to do to pull you out of it. And your biggest asset is, is your, your gym community and yeah. talking to those people and, and we're, we're here as your resource to, to help you through it because we're all, yeah. all dealing with it. Yeah, because if you guys ever hit a certain point to where you're like, man, I am burned out. I don't want to play anymore. Talk to somebody because it's like you said, lean on somebody because like I can give you plenty of goals. Like I can talk to you about what, what's going on. Because what's, sometimes, I mean, it could be like I'm burned out in going to the gym and it has nothing to do with the gym. Right. How much are you sleeping or not? What's your food look like? Yeah. You know, what's your stress level at work? Oh, you're you're going through a merger at your your business. You could potentially lose your job. Yeah, you're not going to want to go work right, whenever that's right. happening. It's like that that stuff totally plays into that. And once you're able to recognize, maybe if it's external like stressors or or something that's going on outside, you can probably pull yourself through it a little bit easier, or at least like you said, like just keep going, going through the motions because once you're through these rough waters, you'll hit that smooth water again. Yep. And then you can start focusing on your health goals again, right. because at the end of the day, working out outside of like, like we talked about, like ours is performance based. Some people's are physical. Some people are uh, like mental. Some people are just, you know, trying to get my health together. Um, like once you get those goals kind of out of the way, like what is going to keep you in that space? Right. And if something outside is keeping you out, like, yeah, I'm getting like two to three hours of sleep. Like typically whenever people have kids, they're like, bro, I'm getting like two hours of sleep, you know? <laughs> right. Well, all right. Well, yeah. There's not a lot we can do about that no. until your baby starts sleeping through the night. So right. when you come into the gym, instead of saying like, hey, we're going to do 10 rounds of whatever, let's do five. Let's do something. Yeah, right. exactly. Like, like, let's just do enough that you feel good when you leave. Yep. Because um, I know that like a, we have a lot of nurses and doctors that come to the gym. They... I'm like, I, like I was talking to, uh, Danae the other day and she, she's been basically with COVID patients since I think the middle of last year. Okay. And basically someone dies every day oh, that boy. she's with. And it, you know, like I texted her and, you know, she was like, sorry, I have, you know, I'm, I'm quiet. Cause you, cause I'd said something about her being quiet in class to her, not to the whole class. Yeah. Yeah. But I was like, yeah, I've noticed you're really quiet and you're kind of to yourself. So I was like, that's understandable. And she texted me, she goes, just let you know, I'm actually outgoing and bubbly. She's like, I'm just. I'm not that kind of a person. She was kind of defending herself because right. she thought that I was like, no, you're dealing with so much stress right now. The moment you come in, like, I don't want to add more stress. Right. I exactly. want, I want you to, to feel good. Safe space. Exactly. Yeah. Safe space. And, and if, and if that is a conversation that you need to have with me, let's, let's talk right. because I want to, I want to make it to where it's, if something outside of the gym is causing you to not want to come in or causing you not to whatever. And if we can figure out how to handle that, that will keep you from being burned out or at least manage that time while you're going through whatever stress. Yeah. And, and I think that's a huge, that's a huge piece of, um, talking to your coaches and your, you know, kind of your support system at the gym of helping, you know, so we can help you establish your goals mm -hmm. that, that I think will help manage kind of that burnout. Right. Like, someone came to you Madison was like I'm going on this cruise in two months I want to look like this what can I do you'd be like well let's talk about it let's yeah. figure it out yeah. right let's totally. talk about your nutrition let's talk about things you can do in the gym 
And I think the, like, it's just, just an example, but there's different types of conversations yeah. that I think every individual um, could benefit having to, to help keeping them moving. Yeah, I agree a hundred percent because it's, it's too many times that, that, cause like we talked about before we started this podcast, it was like, is this is a great conversation because everybody goes through it. Yeah. And I feel like there's too many times where people will, will feel like they're alone or feel like maybe oh, no one else goes through. Like I've had so many people like, I'm like, oh, I'm just feeling bummed. Like kind of feeling burned out. I, you know, I don't, I don't know. I'm just kind of going through it. And they're like, what? Yeah. You, you, you run the gym and yeah. you're here every day. And I'm like, yeah, exactly. Right. And it's, uh, but it's like people just have this expectation of other people that they feel like, um, like, Oh, this person, like you, like people see you come in every day with your bag and you're in the corner kind of by yourself sometimes. And then you take class and then they would never guess that you're burned out or you're bummed yeah. on, on anything. And it's like, no, except for you, you've got some sort of radar oh, on dude, that. I'm thing. so good. <laughs> I see it in your eyes, Lambert. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, don't, I know I'll come right over to you. Hey buddy, you know, yeah. like, having a, having a shit day. Yeah. But yes, uh, Madison, please leave me alone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's exactly right. All right, we'll talk about it in ten minutes. Yeah. But no, uh, but know that you're not alone, and know that that conversation does need to happen a lot because it helps so much. And sometimes you just need someone to be like, "Hey, she suck it up, dude." Right, girl. Yeah, guy, whatever, suck it up. Yeah, and I think the good thing is, like, for me, I know that, like, you and I have such a great relationship that I can go and just be very honest and Super be like. Blunt. And you'll and you'll listen mm -hmm. whether it has asinine is what I'm saying may actually <laughs> yeah. be you'll listen you'll provide actual feedback and sometimes for people like me or more experienced people that just feel these these things from the open or whatever yeah. it is that become frustrating yeah you're you're you've been a great asset for myself and a lot of other people to just kind of like word vomit yeah sometimes you just got to get that out yeah. and then you're ready to because sometimes on. you just need to say what's in your mind yeah. and the moment you say it you go oh. Yeah. That sounds a lot worse than what I thought. Right. You know? Exactly. Yeah. And totally. And, and anytime anybody ever needs to talk about anything, if you just want to like, I've been cussed out. I've been like, it's your fault. Like you're the reason why. Yeah. And I'm like, all right, let's, uh, let's chat. You right. Know, why exactly. am I, you know? And it's, it, yeah. And it, it's, it's, I'm glad I can help you out. I'm glad I can help out others. But because at the end of the day, sometimes we just need to talk. And I've done that with you. I've done that with plenty of people at the gym to where I just, about like stuff about the gym and, and like dealing with the landlords currently, just shit like that. It's like sometimes I just need to talk. Yeah. Get that off my brain because it'll make me feel so much better. Yep. Then you can move on yeah. for sure. But uh, so if you guys have any questions on burnout, make sure you talk to a coach. For sure. Talk to somebody. Lean on like when your peers, somebody at the gym because it is a real thing and it really does help to have someone to talk to. Definitely. Absolutely. And to kind of bounce back on something from our last podcast about what's in your gym bag. Yeah. So I was in Miami uh -huh. and I told you, I, there's a couple things I always take with me. Yep. And I went to the gym, was able to go to, to a gym three times down there. Okay. I took my jump rope. Yep. My grips. Okay. And my Versa lifts okay. because I have shit ankle mobility. So, <laughs> and I, I needed all three. Yeah. So one day, one day had a ton of double unders. Another day had a, had a, have you heard the workout Eva? Yeah. Oh my yeah. God. Yeah. Um, so I've, I've never done it. It was horrible. Yeah. It sounds needed. Terrible. Um, my grips and then another day had a ton of overhead squats. So I needed my verse lifts. Oh, okay. The three things I always bring. Wow. Did you bring your, uh, your sweaty, sweaty bands? Well, yeah, those are, those are always in my bag. And in Florida, the humidity, those are actually the reason I need yeah, them. Such so. a necessity. So just thought I'd cool. circle back on that, that yeah, those, it, that still holds pretty true. Yeah. Cool. Well, that's good to hear. Cause I, I know a lot of you guys, uh, 
I got asked by a few people, are we being sponsored by any equipment? I wish. Yeah. Uh, so RPM fitness, yeah. jump ropes, but no, uh, but yeah, that's, that's, that's awesome. That's yeah. good to hear that, you know, our podcast stands true. Sure does. All right, guys. Well, uh, appreciate you tuning in this week. I'm excited to get this one out to you guys. So, um, if you have any other questions or any other, uh, feedback, any, yeah, feedback, yeah. any other ideas for a future podcasts, something you want us to touch on, talk about, just let us know. And, We're excited. And good luck with 21.2. Here's, here's hoping for something heavy. Yeah. Yeah. We'll find out, uh, I guess tonight. Yeah. All right, guys.